Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what up, what up, folks? Welcome back. It's another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on our Twitter handle at BarbershopSPOR2, where we are streaming this live right now. You can also watch this live on our Twitch channel, on our YouTube channel, and also Facebook Live. I'm Trey Frazier, and that's the brother, Maestro Styles, right over there. Welcome yeah. back, man. Yeah, man, I'm back, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I ain't all the way, but I'm good enough to go because it's time to go. So we going. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. Hey, um, I, I gotta ask you, man. Um, h- how's your mental health, uh, these days, man? Because, um, you know, aside from being under the weather and missing out last week, um, you know, sports wise, man, it's it's, it's got to be rough for you right now, man. It's, hey, man, it's, all it's, prayers. It's gotta be rough. All prayers out to Anthony Edwards, bro. Oh, that's what you're doing? <laughs> hey, man, what you want me to say, man? Uh, you sitting there, you sitting here. That's, see, that's the problem with you niggas. That's what you're doing, niggas, man. That, yo, the problem with you niggas is, is that y'all sitting here worrying about football games and shit. And it's a man out here having a real life existential, existential, if I'm saying the word right, crisis in his young life. And y'all worried about the, y'all worried about games and shit. I ain't worried about that, man. I'm on a different. I'm on a different playing field. Bro. You worrying about? You worrying about Ant Man? I'm worried about his well being. I'm worried about that woman's well being. I ain't worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, man. That that's not that's uh, look. They going through some shit, some family crisis and shit, man. I ain't worried about no football, man. Mm. So that's it, huh? That's it. Just just throw the throw the season away. Hey, man. It's more important things going on in this world right now, man. Than the Pittsburgh Steelers. You, it's you the white. You white players, right. <laughs> white players are talking about the, are, are feeling like they could be black players in a football game. It's way more important shit going on right now. Uh, you sure about that, man? This this, yeah. this stuff's worth talking about, man. I'm I, just I, saying, I'm saying there's more important things to talk about than the state of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, sure, sure, and I and I get that, but uh, you guys are in a playoff race right now. Hey, bro, and, 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 and y'all about to let this thing slip if uh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't get it together, man. What's, what's, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Why, why, why Pickens ain't blocking for his homie, man? What's, what's going on with that? Why is Anthony Edwards, why is this woman airing out his personal business? He's wrong. He's damn wrong. Look. But you ain't got to put it on social media. You ain't mm. got to do that, Trey. Look, they, look. They 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 gonna do what they gonna do, man. That's it. Hey, man. They, they it, gonna they gonna they gonna do what they gonna do, bro. You know. Man, you man. know these 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 cats. They get in the game. You know they're making millions of dollars, and you know the 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 girlies is coming out, and you know they 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 living they living it up, man. I. I don't know what you want me to say in regard to that. I, I man, I don't. I, 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 I get there's, <laughs> I get there's something, I get there's something a, a bit compelling to that story. So I, I, I guess some texts 
was exposed to the public. Hey man, the short of it, the short of it is, is that uh, Anthony Edwards is uh, what? What's the contract? Five years, two hundred eighty million dollars, whatever, whatever his money looks like right now. He got the, he got the bag. Yeah, he, 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 you getting the, you getting bread. You getting all, you getting all this money. You don't know what to do. Like you getting attention. You getting money. And, and and you're skeeting in this and you're skeeting in this woman and and I don't know if you've seen the woman. Um, I I didn't. Uh, I had a coworker. I wasn't sure that that was her or not, but well, it, I well, think it's the it's the it's the one picture that's been surfacing, right? Well, it's, I follow her on Instagram now because I because because somebody showed me the pictures of her. You know, trying you, to tell me you're the trying story. to shout her a holler. No, 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 no. Oh, I, okay. I I know my role. I know the level I'm in in life. Um. She got a two hundred and eighty million dollar nigga nothing in her. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think that she would be interested in. You, you can't compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's that's not that's not something I aspire. I just aspire to look. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I look. Um, hey man, he nutted in her, and she is pregnant, and he don't want to have the baby. And and look, um. She leaked text messages, and I wish she wouldn't have done that. But I mean, the way he was talking to her is kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she felt like her hand was being forced. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, look, hey, Anthony Edwards, man, get some condoms, bro, or pay the tab, or pay the tab. It's not. It's it's not just Ant Man, and, and I, I don't want to take away from the situation, but it's 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 all athletes. Well, how do you feel like you're taking away yeah. from the situation? What you mean? Well, I, I, I wanna I wanna generalize it more so than just kinda, you know, focus in on his situation and and I get oh. that he's been like the topic. Well he's at a topic, discussion. yeah. But sure, but, but sure, I mean, broaden it, broaden it. I but, don't know, I don't know, cause I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. um I mean look, let, let's be because we, we just got because we just got through talking about this with Zion, right? And those are two different situations. Yeah, yeah. But completely. it's still but it's still uh it's still a story that involves an athlete and a woman. It's it's it still involves that. You know what I mean? So Well, I look, look, here here's the conclusion that I've come to, man. Um look, man, this ain't this ain't the first man that skeeted in a woman irresponsibly. It won't be the last. Um sure. uh it's uh whether you're whether you're two hundred and eighty million dollars up or or you're less than. Or you just a nigga that work at Safeway? If a woman, if a woman is giving you, uh, is giving you sex, uh, enough consistently enough, there mm-hmm. comes there becomes a time where you feel like, hey, maybe I don't need to wear rubbers. Um, that is a that's bad advice. That's not a good that is not a good thing to do. That is that is, that is there. a problem. That if is a problem. I ain't gonna say it's a problem. I'm just saying I'm just saying unless you're planning on having kids, it's a problem. That's, I'm not gonna say it's a problem because again, if if you cool no no no, it's, it, it's, a, it's a problem if you it's a problem if you don't want kids but still elect to not use a rubber. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um. But look, man, I I, I be honest with you, man. In in, in total in total honesty, uh, my my man showed me a picture of it and I said, oh yeah, I don't know that in the two, and that's wrong to say. That's wrong. Bad bad maestro. But that I. Look, man. Sometimes you get caught in the moment, man. That's bad advice. <laughs> it's bad. No, it's yeah. But I get it. But I yeah. get it, man. I get it. I get it. I, look, I'm not here to judge that man for doing that. 
what I will what I will what I will criticize is how he's talking to her in text messages. That's the only thing I don't care for. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was listening to Joe Button podcast today, uh, and they was talking about it, and he was saying that a hundred thousand dollars is very is a very nice price. Like it should have been way more than that. Now you're talking about the uh, is that the abortion cost? Yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. how much. That's how much okay. he offered to give her, or or she, he offered to give her a hundred thousand dollars. Right, <laughs> and that's supposed right. to cover you know obviously the abortion and any right, uh, right. you know mental anguish. Yeah. So I'll, I'll so I'll give my opinion on that particular part of the story. So I don't think he should be judged for wanting to not have children yet sure um i don't and, and and quite frankly and you said it earlier that those text messages are private conversations that shouldn't be shared with the public and so you know i get where the criticism is coming from because it went public but that man shouldn't be criticized for how he feels about that whole situation sure i do feel like the way he's talking to her is crazy though I do. I do mm. personally feel it. Like I, like mm. I, I get it. I get it. You ain't trying to have a baby. All things considered, um, yeah. but you know, it, the 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 if a woman expressing to you whether and I don't, you know, look, I, I know it's a lot of speculation about um, is she was she trying to trap the nigga? You know, is she even really pregnant? All those conversations, um, and right. which we would never know to be true or untrue unless we'll never know that. Unless we, told, we, we, we know unless, that a culture like that does exist, but sure. we don't know with this particular woman. No, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, there, so there's that. But if a woman expressed to you via text message, you know, like her uh, reservations about doing that to her body because it's happened before or whatever her reservations is, yeah. I feel like as man, hey, bro, like I, even though you feel how you feel about it, you should be a little, you should attack this with a little bit more coof and a little bit more sensitivity, even though you want her to get the abortion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. where, so that's where I'll criticize him. Like if, if those text messages be true and I guess we all believe in them to be true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish he wouldn't have, I wish he wouldn't approach it that way. I wish he would approach it with a little bit more tact and a little bit more, um, uh, like you care, like you give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. I, I hear you on that front. And and, and to just kind of bring kind of the Zion situation into it a little bit, it, it just to kind of maybe compare the two. I think the one thing in common with these two stories is that both these guys' business is out in the street. And and, and, and it really shouldn't be that way. You, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but but um. Hey man, if you'd have handled, if you'd have kept it a little more player than you did in both situations, maybe this situation wouldn't be in the street. Maybe, maybe, so, but, maybe, maybe. So, so yes, yes, they should, they should, uh, they should accept some responsibility or accountability for leaking yep. per private information. But I mean, for me, hey man, uh, did you do everything as a man to uh, try and avoid that? And it, and just looking at those text messages, it don't seem like he handled this the best of ways, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, yeah. But hey, man, we're Connors, bro. I get it. I know you can fit the bill. Um, you know, times get getting crazy. Y'all out here drinking, having fun, shorty. Shorty, uh, is thick to say the least. Whether it's real or not, don't care. 
ain't ask you. Um, in the moments you 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 know you get a little caught up in the moment sometimes, man. And uh, that's got to wise up, man. Yeah, because at some point early, early in life, early in your NBA life, you got to wise up. At some point, um, I mean, or or you don't. I mean, let's be clear, man. Plenty of these dudes got kids and. Um and that and they ain't married to the woman they had kids with. So sure. look, I'm not and, and that's fine. And that's fine. Right. No no judgment on this side. Let's be you clear. Know, Anthony Edwards will be just fine. Um it's just it's just this is just a uh something that's happening right now. So of course it's not gonna seem like it's just fine in the moment of it being just fine. I mean right. in the moment of it happening, I'm sorry. But uh, you know, like hey man. If she has the baby, the baby will grow, and and if and whether he cares for the child or don't, um, he'll be okay. Um, and if he does, which we all hope he would, if she has the baby, we would hope that he would, you know, play his role. Mm-hmm. The baby will be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yep. know, of course, everything will be okay. Of but, course, um, but uh, I, I wish you wouldn't. I, I wish she would have kept that private and. Because it's public, I wish you would have responded to her better. And I and I'll say one last thing. Um, in the midst of this story out in the public and the things that he has to deal with when it comes to her and potentially this child, if she decides to have it, um, Ant Man, don't let that affect your play on the basketball court. That that's that's all I'll say about that. Like, just keep doing your thing. Y'all, they the, they the best team in the West, you know, for folks that don't, uh, that haven't been checking the standings, but the, the T-Wolves are number one in uh, in the Western Conference right now. That's what's uh, up. So that, that's, that's a great thing. That's I have noticed, thing. I have noticed a little extra effort in Rudy Gobert. Um, I, I, ha- I haven't been watching the standings, but I've, you know, just, mm-hmm. while I, I think I watched the Timberwolves game uh, last week and um, I was like, okay, like, he, you know, like, it's a little, he got a little pep in his step, I noticed. Yeah. But it's kind of <coughs> like I was saying when we had Vince Wright on, when they made the trade and when Ant was, I mean, when um when Cat was hurt and he was getting back and they made the Conley trade, I, I needed to see a sample size of those guys playing together for a, a certain amount of games before we can really judge, okay, is this team really serious or is this just something that's just going to fail, you know, right from the jump? And right now it looks like it's working right now. And I'm oh, going to yeah, say yeah, now yeah. because right. it's, it's fluid. Exactly. So and, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's fluid. It's fluid. But for right now, for right now, because they, they number one in the West right now, it's working. Am I saying they're going to the finals? No, I don't think they're going to the finals. Am I saying this is a team that can get to the Western conference finals? No, I think the ceiling for this team, if they keep this up, Second round exit. I think that's the ceiling right now, based okay. on what everybody else is doing in the West. Well, I mean, and then you got to define worked. I mean, look, I get what you're saying right now, right, right now. I'm and I'm yep. with you. I mean, I mean, like I said, I watched them play last weekend. You you see it? They look good right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna go. Uh, but that's what I'll say. They look good. I'm not gonna say this trade worked or didn't work. Um, um, I don't know what their what their intentions are. Um, is this, is this, that's, is this the roster that they feel like is uh championship ready? Do they feel that way? Or do they feel like this is the, just a step? Mm-hmm. Um, or are they, or are they surprised where they are right now? Maybe or is it to be number one, right? Or is it just December and nobody's really playing 
I mean, quite frankly, that I I still I tend to lean towards that. Like I remember last year, I think last year this was the Pelicans we were talking about that were number one, mm-hmm. and then, until and they had then, the injuries, and then, then they dropped. Their <coughs> yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So so yeah. I mean, look, um, shout out shout out to the Timberwolves for right now, um, and, and I leave it at that. But I I mean I, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I feel like this is going to be like this is a team like this is a championship kind of a team. I don't right, feel that right, way. Right. Right. No, I got you. Um, we got a guest coming on in about five minutes. Uh Ace from the Cincinnati podcast, uh, covers the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, will be on with us to talk about the state of the Bengals, eight and sixteen, with a backup quarterback that's playing some of the best football out of the backups that we've seen up to this point. Uh we'll talk about that and then uh they got a date with your Steelers. This Sunday, so Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So, uh, we we definitely gonna get into that. Um, since we since we're on the topic of basketball, man. Um, John Morant, welcome back to the league, and in a fashion that we all you know love him to be in. You know, hitting the buzzer beater shot, man. Um, mm-hmm. taking it to the rim last night. Um, but I don't I don't want to talk so much about the game as I do um the parlay that I played that I thought I won last night but then woke up this morning and found out that I didn't win it after all so one of my parlays was uh Desmond Bain had a uh over under four and a half assist mm-hmm. I played the over he got five assists in the game last night I won the parlay. It was a five-leg parlay. Next thing you know, um, I wake up this morning and I'm about to go, you know, set up some, you know, lineups for today. And I'm noticing my account was, you know, less, I had less money in there. And I'm yeah. like, I thought I, I thought I won something. So went back to open the sports book and they took his fifth assist away overnight. They being the, I, I guess, being the NBA or the stat people, whoever, you know, records the stats and stuff, they took his fifth assist, assist away, and now he's only recording four assists for the game last night. So I ended up not winning the parlay, and I'm on Twitter, and, you know, not that this was a trending topic, but I was trying to see if anybody else kind of caught this, you know, overnight, and there were several people that you know put a hundred dollars on a seven leg parlay dude won twenty nine hundred dollars got that joint ripped right out of him just mm. because just because they rescinded his fifth assist so i'm just i'm just like like wow <laughs> yeah man wow yeah, man i mean look, I, it's, it's tough out here in these streets man <laughs> i get that your money was affected and that's important man <laughs> but john moran did have a hell of a comeback game that just the buzz oh beat no doubt what, what was oh it, no doubt like 35 points in like 34 minutes or some wild shit i thought i read he was on my um he was one of my legs in my parlay i took the over on him i, I think it was 20 was it thir- 20 over under 26 and a half or something like that. I took mm. the over on, I took the over on that. Yeah. You know, and, and early on it didn't look promising. Um, You know, it, it wouldn't have shocked me if he scored less than that, just given he's been away from basketball. But I said, you know what, this dude's going to ball out. 
I'm, I'm gonna take the over on this cat. And, and sure enough, he got the where they at in the uh, standings this year. I mean, so far this year. Uh, Memphis, you know, they started I know out. Not, I about to say, I know they not, they weren't winning at some, like they weren't doing good at the beginning. I know. Yeah, they they started out so terrible, man. Um, you know the Stephen Adams situation, um, him not being there. Obviously, there's no Dylan Brooks there. So then, you know, now you got this team that's just kind of what they were seven and sixteen, kind of coming into the game last night. So, um, so yeah, a lot of people think that based off of last night's result, that this is a team that could try to catapult themselves to at least the play in you know tournament in that nine you know that seven through through ten spot mm. um i it it depends man um I, I would like to see parts of that team come back and we forget um what's the other cat uh brendan clark um who was kind of pivotal for them last year he's missed some time too and mm-hmm. i think he's supposed to come back at some point in the season so i think if you can get those two guys back um, I, I would feel more confident that, you know, they could even get to as you know, high as maybe the sixth seed. Um, so in December, you don't see, uh, like that, that's the center for you in the, in December, the sixth seed. I mean, this team was what a two or three seed last year. They were, they were two last year. Um, so you, in your mind, there's no, no, uh, scenario that they get back into that top four area mm, for me. No. For me, no. I, I mean, I, let's be clear. I, uh, Clark was gone last year. Stephen Adams missed significant time last year, um, and this team still did what they did. Yeah, I mean, and they did it the previous year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Too. So I mean, um, for all that, I mean, I, 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 why, why have them so low? In my is is the question, I guess. I think it's 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 because of the other teams. I, I think the other teams have started, you know, hot. Um, you know, the Kings were three seed last year and they're right now in like the top four right now you, you can't discount what the nuggets have done dallas with lucas right there you know at the top of the western conference there's some teams that's you know up there that you can make the case are going to have some staying power and we can't forget about what the lakers are trying to do golden state you know phoenix um is kind of starting off a little bit sluggish they're liking like that playing spot right now so um it, it feels like Memphis is dug too deep of a hole, but John Morant gives them that opportunity to at least get to that playing spot, anywhere from that seven to ten. But I, I can't see any higher than a six. Yeah. I, all right. Well, I think it's way too early for that. But I hear you. All right. I hear you. Yeah, I think it's right. way, this, this, <laughs> this way too early for that. All right. Because just um, like these teams can catapult, them them other teams could – I mean, I get what they're doing right this second. Yeah. But – Who's to say Sacramento don't get in it? Don't don't just fall off. Not, not, I don't mean fall the face of the earth like a twelve seed, but right, right. Who's to say that they don't like you know? I, but I hear you. I, no, I, sure. I, and again, and again, Phoenix is not in that top six right now. Yeah, Phoenix is in that seven to ten. We expect Phoenix to rise up. True. Golden Golden State. Um, we kind of expect them to I rise don't. up. I you don't. don't? Okay. I not, not, okay. I trust in stuff, man. Yeah. I trust in stuff. I think. I think the interesting thing with the Grizzlies, though, is if they do make it as a playing team, they're not. They're kind of a sneaky playing team because technically, like if Ja was playing with them, they mm-hmm. wouldn't be in this position. So I, I think that that kind of makes them scary, and I think that that's the path for them to get in the playoffs is getting that playing spot. Mm. 
no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Ace here from the Cincinnati podcast. Uh, yes, covers, covers the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you can find this podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts on all the streaming platforms. Um, hey, Brand, uh, appreciate you. Uh, finally able to get you on, man, after uh, several weeks of trying uh, to get you on here. But yeah. um, since we, but but since we, we 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 kind of on the Grizzlies topic just quickly, um, what what ceiling do you have them now that they have John Morant in the lineup? Man, I think uh, I think that they 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 could be a dangerous team, bro. I'm not saying that they'll win like a championship or something like that, but right. they could get in, win in the first round. Uh, I think after that, it gets a little tricky because you have some other teams that. A little bit deeper, they have a better supporting cast, but I think John Morant can at least will them to a first round, you know, victory yeah. in the first round. I, I think he can at least do that for them. You think so? You think so? You think they could finish what top four seed? You think they're like a five nah, or six seed? Nah, I don't. I think that they get in from the playing. I I don't from think the that they're gonna be able to. I don't think that they're gonna be able to. Like you said, I don't think that they can. Now they did do it last year where they won all those games in a row, but I just it's mm-hmm. tough to do that now. They'll have stretches and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think the realistic thing is to say they get to the play in and they get into the playoffs that way. So I think they can do that, and then I think that they're a little tricky because they're not going to be your typical play in team, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how we see the that I agree with. In. Yeah, that I agree it's with. Like oh, uh, like they can definitely win. I think in the first round, but. The further we get, I think by then, you know, Phoenix is going to be gelling. You guys kind of talked about the teams that will be gelling, the Warriors and stuff like that. I think it'll be tough for them to get past that that second round. Mm, no mm. doubt. No doubt. Hey, man, um, let's let's kind of get right into it, man. Uh, the Cincinnati podcast. Um, tell us about it. Um, let us know how you got started at the podcasting and, you know, where the idea came from and covering the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, so I'll start at the very beginning because it is kind of a, a, a chapter layer story. So initially, uh, when I started my YouTube channel that was called New Stripe City, there wasn't many people that looked like us speaking on the Bengals. And I kind of mm-hmm. there wasn't really much Bengals content at all on YouTube at the time. It's crazy because now we're drowning in all sorts of team content. And yep. so that uh, was why I kind of started. And I originally started with a group of fellas. We had a round panel. And it was Bengals Real Talk. Um, And then, unfortunately, it was just hard for everybody with families to keep the same schedule. Mm -hmm. So I just kept consistently going um, to the point where I kind of blew up on YouTube. Uh, Not like super viral. It's like, you know, small market viral, right? Like I had a video where I was going in on Andy Dalton because I think he had a, ironically, he had a bad game against the Ravens. And I just got so mad. And a lot of people started watching it. And um, that kind of got me some traction. Then people started to see, like when I did the draft stuff, some of the stuff that I was talking about ended up kind of happening just from mm. research and stuff like that. So that yeah. kind of gave me credibility. Um, and people started to look to me to get like my opinion on the Bengals. While this is going on, uh, my partner, Zim Hude, he's blowing up on Instagram. And there's people in my comments saying, hey, you need to check out Zim. I hadn't, I didn't know of Zim. And then it was crazy because I had my podcast. Then I heard him having his podcast and then I listened to it one day. I was like, this is crazy how me and him don't know each other. Mm. And so Zim used to do these lives on Instagram like we see to this day. Um, And he had a segment called like the Players Lounge where he would bring, 
you know, Bengals people on. And I just decided, let me just go ahead and jump on just yep. to talk Bengals and stuff like that. Uh, and when we did it, when me and him were on the screen, the comments went crazy. Like people were going crazy. Like, how did this happen? This and that. And we just naturally hit it off. So, you know, we started talking and I think I remember a list coming out and it was like Bengals content creators and me and him went on the list and we're like, man, you aren't on the list. Like, this is crazy. We need to, let's do a podcast together. So that's where it started. And immediately when we, when we were ready to do the podcast, we got an offer from, I think, SB Nation immediately. So we didn't even get to do it ourselves off the rip. So we accepted the offer because we knew that it was going to be on a big platform yeah. uh, with what SB Nation does over there. We knew that that was going to get a lot of eyes on us. So we started off there. And when we started there, uh, we kind of thought that we were going to be able to get a lot of opportunities like access to players. But it didn't end up being like that. We, we kind of had to get it out the mud and land like player after player. And, and once we started to get that vibe, thanks to them, we were able to, to land our biggest one that really put us on the map, which was AJ Green. So mm, nice. we both had nice. a mutual friend that was basically AJ Green's barber, had that connection. He alley-ooped us. AJ did the interview with us. It went crazy because this was a time where, you know, players don't like really talking to the media because, right. you know, number one, it's their job, but then they're worried about setup questions and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so we were able to start there and just built off of that. And then came to the, came the time where we're, we expanded so much and got big on that platform that we were like, man, we can we can do this ourselves, man. So we decided to create the Cincinnati Podcast Network. Uh, myself and Zim moving what used to be called Orange is the New Black Podcast over there because mm. they was definitely about to try to get us. Mm. Yeah, name. nice. So yeah, we had to change it up. We got over there and uh, a funny story is. Me and Zim ended up going and, and flying and being blessed enough to go to the Super Bowl. So um, on the flight out there, I actually ended up sitting next to a gentleman that we actually ended up um, bringing his podcast on. He was a former broadcaster and stuff like that. Nice. Um, nice. So that's, now, that's did you guys much. go to um, did you guys go to Radio Row at the Super we Bowl? We did not go to Radio Row. We did not. Go. So like at that time, people weren't really like like how acceptive people are of YouTube and stuff now, it wasn't like that back then. Like, it's gotcha. like, okay, you got to be, you know, ESPN, Sports right, Illustrated right. to kind of to kind of get in that area. So yeah. now it seems like it's crazy because it's like the next year, that seemed like when they started bringing a lot of the YouTubers in. I know mm. TD Fence Talk, I still remember when his channel was growing. Now he's in commercials and all kind of stuff. So now it's like what we do now is more acceptable and people realize it. It's like, a lot of us really had an inside post. When you look at a lot of major media, it's no shot to them. But, you know, for them to be able to cover 32 teams plus other sports, like nobody can do that. So, right. Like, yeah. A lot of people like to hear our insight and what we have to offer about our team, because, you know, a lot of the stuff, this is what we're going through every day. This is what we're reading on. This is what we're keeping the post on because we got to keep the viewers um, satisfied. And obviously you want to be up here knowing what you're talking about. So that's, that's kind of where it started at, bro. And it was a dope experience. It's still a great experience now. And we're just building and building. And the places that it's brought me, like, I never would have thought, bro, like, going to a game that people would recognize me just from YouTube. Mm, nice. Like, you might nice. see the views, and the views might say this, but that doesn't tell you how many people are in the room. It might be 
30 people in a room watching your YouTube channel, but that only counts as one view. So that's when it really hit me. I I was like, man, I could just go to a Bengals game. Nah, I can't anymore. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, I got to dap people up and stuff like that. But it's love, bro, because, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to speak on sports and be able to build a platform from it. Like, so it's, it's been a good run, man. And I think, you know, for us being consistent, that's what we're trying to strive to do is just keep the content coming, stay consistent and try to figure out what the next level is, whether that's trying to get on with the Bengals or whatever and stuff like that. That's what we're going to try to do. But making the connections and, and, and meeting me. family members have really pushed us a long way. I remember being at the Super Bowl and me and them are walking out. And if if you guys ever get the chance, even if your team's not in the Super Bowl, anybody watching, go to the NFL fan experience. It's super yeah. dope. I went in. Uh, in I went in Atlanta you went, so. when you was oh the so Rams. You already know, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, dope yeah. opportunity. Yeah. You got random NFL players walking around. So me and them are leaving, and this old dude is like, "Hey, I watch y'all. Oh, these are my boys. It's Larry Ogunjobi's dad, man. So wow. like, it's." It's crazy to see something like that. And then we got stopped by Mike Hilton's dad. So it's dope to to see that, you know, the reach that you get from this is just, you just never know, bro. You know, you don't know who's watching. You don't know what coaches are watching. You don't know what players are watching to make sure you're not trashing them. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just never know, bro. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's get into the, to the state of the Cincinnati Bengals, man. So, I mean, obviously... Um, y'all have uh lofty expectations and y'all still obviously are in 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 that uh ballpark to say. I mean obviously Joe Burrow's out, but uh with but but your boy uh the new JB coming in and and you know filling filling in the void uh while uh Joe Joe Burrow's out. I mean, talk to me about the state of the Bengals right now. Yeah, the state of the Bengals right now, man, is I think confidence right now because when Joe Burrow went out you kind of saw how I shook the team up. It was kind of yeah. like, man, yeah, you know, all the aspirations that we had, you know, Super Bowl, it was already a tough year because he was hurt earlier in the season. Now he's hurt for real, for real. And mm-hmm. it's like we dropped those games early. What are we going to do? Um, and then the first game that we had against the Steelers, they tried to use the Joe Burrow game plan. And it was it was clearly evident from a, a game plan standpoint that he was not Joe Burrow. Like right. I'm not, I'm not here to throw shade against Jake Brown. And it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were trying to get him to play 40 chess. And, and at that time he just wasn't ready to do it. Um, and as a result, we lost that game. And so when I saw that, and a lot of people saw that they kind of thought like, man, is this the guy? Like, we don't, we don't know. Like we saw Jake Browning in preseason, but it wasn't with the starters. It wasn't with the starting offensive line. Like he played a little bit with them, but it was probably only one series with a Jamar Chase, with a T. Higgins. So we really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And then you get the pleasant surprise of the Jacksonville game. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. It's like, okay, they're doing what we need, what we kind of analyze that they need to do. They need to run the ball. They need to do something that fits with Jake. And I've, I have to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff because they completely changed the offense from an empty shotgun offense to more of a play action, somewhat run-based kind of offense, stuff that he was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think once they did that, because the team is so talented surrounding them, because you talk about a team that went to two, two straight AFC championships, they had the talent there. Yeah. He was able to kind of work within that system. And I think a little bit, too, obviously, like like we're facing right now, we're having to go against Mason Rudolph. When you don't have much film 
on the replacement, you kind of struggle. You kind of don't know what to really expect. And with Jake Brown, and I feel like that's part of it too, is an element of surprise. Yeah. And for me, I was really like, I really bought in after the Minnesota game because I felt like we could beat, beat the Colts and he did a good job in that game, but he hadn't really faced a team that really was just crazy with the blitz. And yeah, mm-hmm. a, a yeah. Brian Flores was Florida. dialing it up. Yeah, Flores was dialing it up. So when he did that, I'm like, I still can't believe this dude. 21 points in the fourth quarter on that defense. Yeah. Like yeah. that defense hasn't allowed a touchdown yeah. in like a month. Like that's that was that was mind blowing. So I think right now is you know focus and and confidence on on trying to make something happen. But being that we've dropped the games that we have and being that the gauntlet that the AFC is right now, it's like, man, you got to try to win week to week. You can't look past anybody. You got to focus on who's in front of you and just let the rest sort out itself. Well, okay. let's talk about who's in front of you. You got the Steelers coming up yep. on Saturday. Then after that, it's Kansas City in Kansas City. Yep. And then you guys close out against the Browns in Cleveland, yep. I think it is. It's in Cincinnati. It's actually it's in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. Um, those are some winnable games, maybe except for the Kansas City game, because Kansas City's trying to get that top spot. But um, I, I, how do you guys see it uh, shaking out? Yeah, I, for for Bengals people, we're very comfortable with it. I would I would almost yeah. argue it's going to sound crazy. I would say that we're more comfortable going against the Chiefs than the Browns because the Browns, yeah. for some reason. They've just been a tough matchup with us. Yeah. The the Chiefs game is going to be interesting because the way that I see it is they didn't really figure out Joe Burrow. I mean, they kind of did, but they kind of haven't. And I think that the Bengals have always figured out Pat Mahomes when it comes to Lou Anarumo. So mm-hmm. the fact that we still have Lou, I think that that's going to be confusing for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you talk about how they've struggled offensively yeah. this season. Right. Kind of don't know there. And then like from a defensive perspective, if if you want to say that they did get to Joe Burrow last year in the playoffs, then I would say that they just kind of discovered it in that game. Like with Jake Browning, it's not the same game plan. So I, I feel somewhat optimistic. I feel less optimistic now that Jamar Chase might miss the game. Now, if mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is out, I don't know. I, I don't know which way that goes. Right, with right, that right. Yeah, that's huge. Um, with the Browns, I would probably say Joe Flacco, with him turning the ball over at the rate that he is, he yeah. better not do that against us. That's all I'm going to say. Like, that, like obviously, Miles Garrett is is a is an action figure in a football player's body. Like, he is unreal. Uh, but if Joe Flacco is turning the ball over like that, you can't do that and expect to win games, yeah. um, especially in the NFL. Now, they've gotten, they've gotten away with it the last two games. But when you play a team that can possibly score and stuff like that and capitalize off of those turnovers, I think it's a little tough. So, And then when it comes to the Steelers, that's still a tough matchup. It's AFC North football. You're going into that game without Jamar Chase. Like, you only have T. Higgins, so I expect the Steelers to key in on him. So the other receivers are going to have to step it up. But the biggest thing to me is also losing DJ Reader. You mm-hmm. have to make sure that you're trying to, to mm-hmm. stop Jalen Warren. Warren not here. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm afraid of Jalen Warren. I was afraid of him the first matchup. We did a pretty pretty solid job on him, but this is us without DJ Reader. So yeah, that's huge. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. huge. That, that, you gotta make sure huge. that you can you can do your thing against that team. Well, man, uh, as as the resident Steelers fan, and I've been trying to avoid Steelers talk. 
this entire <laughs> episode. Um, I'll say this, man. Uh, I'm not happy with my team for obvious <laughs> reasons. I'm not going to uh, trigger my, you know, my mental health. I'm working on my mental health, so I'm not going to trigger myself. Uh, I'm not. I'm not happy with them. But I'll say this, and um, I, it's just the way I'm wired. There's no go way. Ahead. Go there, ahead. No go way. Ahead. There's no way that I'm ever. I'm gonna, try, gonna... I'm gonna try to get this out of you since the beginning of the show. Go well, ahead. I, I, say, I saved it for the guests, sir. So, I, so, I, um, there's nobody ever in the world that's ever gonna get me to be on public national broadcast anywhere that could be. I could be seen. Well, I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to lose. So allow me to come with some. Uh... <sighs> Look, man, I don't want you to take this. I don't want you to. I don't no, want you to take this. This is going to. No, no, no. This because I, I am going. I am reaching the reach that I'm going for today is a is, is a catastrophic proportion. But here's what I'll say. Um. One thing about Rudolph, who um, I feel like shouldn't even be on this team, but he's here, and that's who I'm going to rock with. Um, he's been here. One thing he do know, how this shit works. <laughs> so so in my mental mind, uh, he knows how this works. If anything, I know that Mason Rudolph can look from the sideline onto the field and see very clearly some of the things that are wrong offensively. A being George Pickens is not getting the ball enough. Um, Fry move is not getting it over the middle enough. Um, even though we did utilize that uh, that uh, first Cincinnati game, I feel like. Um, so you think that? So you think that's going to change this week? Um, I think Mason Rudolph is going to make a very concerted effort to do so. Um, um, uh, look, Mason have, Mason Rudolph Mason Rudolph's going to do he that. Don't, he don't have a choice, sir. I don't know, and and, and and the reason I'm asking it, and the reason I'm asking it this way is because the whole idea of getting rid of Matt Canada was so that those guys, Fryer Moose, could get the ball over the middle, so that George Pickens could get the ball more. Well, if you noticed, if you noticed that very first game, which was against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. it happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it happened. Yeah, yeah. Where, where'd it, it go? It where'd went it go? Fryer Moose over the middle. We have uh-huh. that. That was the four hundred yards of offense. That was right. the, the right. first game. So it went to fry move. We ran the ball well. Um, throwing, you know, but it, it the right time. It was it was the right time. The only thing the only thing we lacked in that game was actually uh, closing our drives with scores. But outside mm-hmm. of but outside of that, we the offense was flowing the way it, it looked different. Do. It looked different. No yeah, question. they were doing what they needed to do. I don't know what's going on recently outside of Kenny Pickett being injured and Mitch Trubisky not needing to be on his team next year. That but that's a whole nother discussion. And that's and that's my thing. And that's my question is we saw that in the first Cincinnati game. So and I get the quarterback change and all that, but well, that quarterback was, change I, is very important. I, I look look sure. Um, but, here we go. Go ahead. Sure. Ask your question. Sure. But shouldn't the offensive coordinator, whoever that is, should still be trying to get these guys the ball, regardless of who the quarterback is? Well, I, I don't know how many, I, don't, I don't know how much still the football you've been watching. Um, but uh, Mr. Trubisky be throwing a lot of bullshit passes, man. He be trying. I'm not gonna say he don't be trying. He do be trying. Okay. It's just, it's, okay. It, it, it just. Mitch Trubisky is not a good quarterback. He's not even a good number two at this. And, and, and look, maybe it's he don't. Maybe it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got a lot of shit going on with him right now. 
Inside the locker room, outside the locker room, effort here, scheming there. The offensive line hasn't gelled really uh, outside of the running game, but uh, and even that's kind of dissipated in the past week or two. Um, so look, man. Um, again, if I could I, look, you trying to you're trying to add logic to this conversation in a conversation where I'm trying to ask. I'm I'm asking questions because I don't know. All right, well, 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 pay, well. But you're, but you're up. You're getting upset preface. with me I'm because I'm asking questions. I'm upset with you because you're being logical in a situation where it's Pittsburgh is not playing. I'm reaching right now. We don't have a quarterback. Uh, Fitzpatrick ain't right. Najee Harris ain't right. Uh, Frymuth ain't all the way right. The offensive line has not gelled. Uh, Casey is out for the year. And say what you want about Casey. He he's a vet. Well, he was a better boy, and I, you know, I can get to that whole that bullshit that they. Do I, I, ain't okay. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front, bro. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have got suspended for that. He should have got suspended. He should have got put out but the game. As, as a as a Vontez Burfick person, when Vontez Burfick moved on to the Raiders and he kept doing that stuff, they mm-hmm. banned him from. The they league. banned him like, from the league. When, mm. you can, when you continue to do it, like because Vontez obviously had that rep, right? Like he's gonna keep doing it. Yeah, and sometimes like when the fines, I remember Vontez had like five million in fines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when he didn't stop doing it, like even when he left the Bengals and went to the Raiders, they banned him, bro. They got yeah. him up out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's true. That's true. But damn that, that should have happened to Des- <laughs> that should have happened. Yeah, to here we go. Casey. Here we go. And that should it's too early because look, he did it. He did it with Pittman. Bad play. I, look, I watched it a million times. He didn't leave with his helmet. He left with his shoulder. But the, the the truth of the matter is, is that he saw Slim in the air. He could have just tapped him when he fell, and, and it would have been fine. It's bad play. Kick him out the game. Find him. All those things are valid. Suspending him for the rest of the year for that and a brown and and whatever he uh the brown. What's the other? Down. What's the other hit he did? It was though? it was against it was, Cleveland. It's, it's been it's like been, been two ever. I, I, I count two, but but yes, four have been documented, but I count two. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> so um so all that to say, um, look man, I'm reaching. I'm hoping that Mason Rudolph, um, and, along with the running game getting some semblance. Um I, I, I know DJ Reader is big in the running game uh for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we could do just enough. Look, man, um, our secondary being thin has put Patrick Peterson back in positions that I don't necessarily want him in. I haven't safety, had to right? hear, yeah, I haven't, safety? yeah, but we've even been able to minimize his play on the field with uh, Levi Wallace and Joey Porter becoming our number one corner. But now mm-hmm. with, with Fitzpatrick and Casey being out, um, like it's just it's it's not good, man. It's it's not good. High Smith ain't all the way healthy. He's playing. I get it. I saw him, but you could you see the difference that he's clearly been injured. Um, like so, our defense is 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 fleeting. They're on the field too long because of the offense. I'm just hoping that we can get some big, some chunk plays, and, and just a, a consistent enough run game to make this game uh uh challenging. Um, and let me let me just get it out the way. I'll say 2017 Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay, I thought you was gonna go crazy. That's no, that, I can't. I can respect that. But do you understand? No, no. That. But do you understand how if you're just basing it on how we've played in the past two weeks, mm-hmm. yeah, three weeks, that is the reach. No, That's I, the I reach. get it. 
No, I get it. No, it's it's respectable. I just I just thought you was gonna go. I yeah, thought you was gonna go like left. If, but if you would have said that y'all that's was going us out or something like that, that would have been reaching to me. I don't. I feel like that's a that's a realistic kind of score prediction there. Uh, respect. Then, no, respect. Maybe, well, maybe. Well, maybe my heart is hurting, and this is my first time I've been able to <laughs> unload and unpack these types of things. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Definitely valid, valid. Now that that was crazy. Point point for Trey. Um, uh, no homo. Uh, yeah, man. But this is my, I, I don't. I, I've been trying to keep my stress levels down, so I just like you know what. It is what it is. We some shit. I knew we was. I look. Let's be clear. We had a winning record, and I was on here saying we're not a good team. Right. I don't know how we're winning games, but. And but we also we also said it, and even I said it. I I said it. I said Pittsburgh, they gonna make the playoffs. Stay right there. Look at the schedule. Cardinals two and ten coming in. Patriots two and ten coming in. Both games at home. Um, we, crazy, we, we said man. it. We, we we said it. We said it. They was well, they were set up. They were set up to go on a nice little points. run. Yep. And you know, I, I, I somewhat and, and the Arizona game was a little crazy with the weather delays and you know and all that stuff. But then you get to the Patriot game and you got Bailey Zappi coming in there putting up twenty one in the first half on y'all niggas. Um, yeah, man. That, Look, man, that's wow. That's wow. The problem that I have is the 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 uh, the very obvious gap of gameplay from Kenny Pickett to Mitch Trubisky, considering that Kenny Pickett has not played well all year. That's my problem right now. I ha- I'm having mm-hmm. a very serious issue that Kenny Pickett is on the bottom half of quarterbacks, and our second string quarterback is like eons below that. Yeah. I got, mm-hmm. I got, I got, I got, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that, and, 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 and it's trash. It's trash, and I get it. Deontay Johnson not not tackling in, in, in the Cleveland game. Whatever happened when, with the turnover and the, George oh, the Pickens, Cincinnati game, yeah, and yeah. George Pickens with the with with his antics on the field, and yeah, I get it, I get it. I the problem for me is right this second. And these are things that need to be addressed. I'm not you know shitting on that. The problem is is that we're playing like a shit team, and those things are highlighted because we're losing. And because uh, because George Pickens didn't just start doing stupid shit on the field, mm-hmm. like it's just being a magnified because we're losing. And um, all right, cool. We need to get to some winning football. Um, we need to get to some winning football. And but look. but is that the solution? Because this is what when you guys drafted Kenny Pickett, I I said on AFC North Talk, welcome to the Andy Dalton experience. Kenny Pickett is good enough for y'all to win and stay middle of the pack, but and he's not bad enough for you guys to end up with a top five pick. So mm. what happens is you stay in this area where you're like in the twenties, and all of the top quarterbacks you can't get. Trey, what did is I say? Ask Trey what I what, when 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 we had to draft the quarterback. I never wanted Kenny Pickett. He didn't yeah. want him. You never wanted want him. him. Never wanted you him. Want, you, didn't, you, didn't want a, you didn't want a quarterback, I period. I didn't want a quarterback, period. I said, let us just be trash yeah. with Mitch Trubisky until a, a service, a good yeah. quarterback. Quarterback class. And uh, stuff yeah, like you're that right. Yeah, yeah. Out. I did not want a quarterback. The, the bad, when y'all should have done it, and I said this because Ben was, it was clear that Ben yeah. was near the end. Three years ago. That year when y'all traded for Minka. Yeah. Should have just let so it go, bro. Yep. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just let it go, yeah. and then taking that quarterback got the heir apparent because Ben was making it tough for y'all. So I understand, like it wasn't like Ben was welcoming of somebody to to come in and be his replacement. Like he didn't like <laughs> right. Mason Rudolph. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He didn't like any of that. So it was it was a tough situation. But I kept telling Steelers fans, I'm like, look, one day Ben is gonna leave, and he's gonna leave y'all without anybody to to be yeah. able to take the reins. Yeah. And the way that it fell, man, it's just tough. Yeah. yeah. In addition, in addition to like Ben kind of making it difficult for them was mm-hmm. the eleven game win streak that mm-hmm. season. What yeah. was it? Twenty 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 season. Twenty yeah. nine. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the so eleven game the, the eleven game win streak. You know, leading up to the you know yeah, the that was, season yeah, and, the, and going into the, the playoffs. But you re- <laughs> but you remember what I said then? I yeah. said this team ain't good, and I don't know how we keep yeah. tricking teams on bullshit short routes. And 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 and, and yak, mm-hmm. but this team wasn't good then. Ben Roethlisberger could not stretch the field then, mm-hmm. and yeah. two years before that. So so look, I'm here. I, I get it. Um, and and I even understand that Mason Rudolph wasn't good enough off the field to make them feel like, oh, we got a decision to make. But mm-hmm. it happened. They tried. They tried to. I, I think Mason Rudolph was third round or something like that. They drafted him, and second I had that round. Second, second round, round. right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like they was there. Yeah. Like like they tried, and they tried to do it in a in a way that was somewhat respectful to Ben Roethlisberger because they respect the legacy. But here's the part about it, and I agree with you. He should have been gone. But when you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, it's that kind mm-hmm. of loyalty thing that. That the thing that I respect about the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I don't like about the Pittsburgh Steelers, because it's like, yeah, you gotta kind of let him come out, go out the way he wants to go out, because yeah, Yeah. that's who he Mm -hmm. is. He's the best Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback of all time, of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of gotta let him do it. Like you don't want to see him go play for the Giants or some wild shit at the end, you know, at the end of his career. Yeah. Want to retire <laughs> yeah. as a Pittsburgh right. Steeler. Right, right, <laughs> So in that mm. respect, so in that respect, I because I wouldn't like to see him in another team unit. Like, I wouldn't liked it. It, right. it, it You know, it, it kind of blemishes it. Like, it kind of blemishes it, the, the legacy. It does. I get it. I, I get free agency and all those things, but um, I respect that they let him go out on his own will. But here is the, yeah, here is the penalty for loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm a bitch about, about it every single, every single game, every single week until mm-hmm. we find our quarterback. I will be bitching about it, though. So, question about Tomlin, um, because all this talk and, like you said, when a team loses, there's always little things that get magnified. And so, you know, the coach comes out and he's talking, and then you got people in the media talking about, well, maybe this might be the end. Look, if if I had to if I had to put a parlay out right now, if I had to bet going to sports book, I would bet money that Mike Tomlin is coming back to coach his team next yeah, year. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I, where, where where are you at with it? Like, how, how are you feeling about? Um, you asking me? Coach? I'm 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 asking you. Like okay. what? Oh. Like like as far as like like your thoughts about the talk about Tomlin and where like how you see this thing you know in and out. It is all valid conversation. But it is just conversation to me. Um, sure, sure. You know, look, yep. look, this will be in, in my summation. And if in my summation, and I, we don't know it to be true, this will be his first losing season. Um, but that is my summation. He's going to have a losing season this year. Um, with that no, being, he won't. no, he won't. Okay. No, don't, don't, do, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. 
Hey, come man. on, come on, man. Come on, man. We we know how this is gonna end, man. All right, all right. We we, we, we know how this is gonna end. Look, they're gonna, they're gonna finish it. nine and eight. They're gonna finish nine and eight, man. We we, we know how this we know how this you is gonna end, me, bro. You brought me right back, man. I was trying to be objective, and you brought me right back, man. We know, but, we know, but no, because oh. it, it, look, it's my team is the rival of your team. I've watched this for seventeen years. Uh, I mean, uh, what else am I supposed to think? Oh no, they, man! They, they, they're gonna find a way to um, get nine wins. It's saying it. I'm I'm not gonna say that they're not gonna get nine wins, but it seems different this season. Yeah, like it, it really the stuff does. that he's talking about in the locker room, pulling guys apart like that can mm-hmm. that can derail a lot of stuff. Like he they didn't have four team meetings, private team meetings this year that didn't yeah. reach the media. It felt different last year. I will uh, say this though: they, when they better was, not get rid of Tomlin because that is you already in quarterback hell. The next, the last thing that you want is to also be in head coach hell. So y'all got to stick through with Tomlin. I will say this though: most people before the season, especially seeing you know Deshaun in the division, Lamar coming back, Joe Burrow, a lot of people didn't expect the Steelers to do as well as they did with that first start. So right. I mean, that's that's to me, that's all Mike Tomlin. That's all yeah. my time. Right, right. And, and, as I, and as I've said at the start of the season, Pittsburgh, they're going to get nine wins. They're going to they're get nine wins, but they'll probably be third or fourth in the division. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're headed yeah. at this point. Well, the only, the only thing I wish that's probably not, not going to happen, Tom is not going to get fired, but let's be clear, y'all. Please don't don't continue to have Mike Sullivan calling plays. Please go get an offensive coordinator. I lo- as much as I would as much as I love Eddie Faulkner, um, him promoting a black man to offensive coordinator and letting but but letting white Mike Sullivan call plays. I get it. Um, um, go get an offensive coordinator. Get yeah. an offensive coordinator. Hey, hey, man, maybe Eric B. Enemy's out there. You know, Commanders fans is trying to run him up out of town. Well, let's be clear. He's going to be the head coach next year. Literally well, that's the, that's Commanders the fans trying to get Tomlin. They trying yeah, to get yeah. Tomlin. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> they trying to do that trade. I tell you what, yeah. I, I tell you what. It, there is nobody on that team that would have me trade for Tomlin. If I mean, if that was a a a, a, reli- a, a reasonable situation or yeah. a real situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I tell you what, I I wouldn't be mad not for Tomlin, but I wouldn't be mad at seeing uh, Sam Howell right now in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't be mad at it. I just said I wouldn't be mad at it because mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's be clear. We drafted him number one, 20 overall. He Sam Howe got drafted in the fifth round somewhere. And, yeah. yeah. I, I would I would hope that if you do want or I, mean, I don't hope, but I think if you want Sam Howell, I think you want Eric Bieniemy with him. I think I want to mm-hmm. I, I think I want a damn offensive coordinator that got some sense. That's what I think. Because, again, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you, Ace, that uh that look, Kenny Pickett ain't ain't no game blowing, no mind, you know, like he's not yeah. that quarterback. He's he's easily the worst quarterback in that division. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it under a good offensive coordinator with everything around it, we're gonna we 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 compete. I mean, hell, we're yeah. a trash team. We've competed this this so far, even though I don't like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in my opinion, up until these two losses against Arizona and New England. I think we look yeah. just as good outside of the Ravens, just as good as anybody else in that division. Um, so for me, um, we just need to get our shit together um, because if we're what not about, gonna, what about Justin Fields though? 
You're not interested in Justin nah, Fields? Nah, nah, nah. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I ain't gonna lie. And I get mm-hmm. it. it. It could be a coordinator thing, but we don't have a coordinator. I don't. Right. I, yeah. Um. Um. He's our offensive line hasn't figured it out. He's gonna be I, running for his life. I hear what you're mm-hmm. saying. Um. Yeah. Now I've heard. I, I, I've heard. Uh. In the more bullshit rumors, uh, least likely to ever happen. I've heard more about rumors of Justin Herbert. Now, I welcome that rumor. Now, I don't believe that to be true at no, all. At all. I thought you were going to say Baker Mayfield. I thought no, I, no, Herbert I, I, ain't going nowhere. I heard rumors. I heard now, now, I love Tomlin. Don't please don't get it twisted. I love Mike Tomlin. I wish I hope he's the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers until that day I until the day I die, or at least until he is proven to be complete. Just not the fit for us anymore. But I trade him for Justin Herbert right the fuck now. I mean, <laughs> right. Wow. I mean, wow. right the fuck. I mean, fuck it's, it's a quarterback league, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right the fuck. They're not, they not getting rid of Herbert, though. You're yeah, not just yeah, trading. Yeah. Hey, you're not just trading Tomlin, though. Just know that. You're not just trading Tomlin because that contract that Herbert got. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, the only people, the only people that we are concerned with paying right now is really nobody i'm I'm sitting here thinking like tj Watt good yeah. minka good cam is on his way out uh maybe naji but i mean if if, if push come to shove bye <laughs> right mm-hmm. um yeah. i'm thinking yeah. about it like a, a a player that deserves a second contract on that team right now like i, I can't I mean, maybe Deontay Johnson just got a contract, but it but it was kind of friendly, so I could see him maybe, maybe Fryer move, maybe Fryer move, but move. but injuries. I don't know that. I mean, I don't think we're gonna have to pay him like a top tight end. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 knowing this league, we probably will. I mean, I, but maybe Fryer move. So maybe Fryer move. But it's not like tight ends are like high commodity type of money. Right. And then if you really believe, and then and again. If we talking about Justin Herbert, I, I play my I play my I play my hand with Donnell Washington. I play I play my hand with that tight end from Georgia. Let him let him see if he could cook with Man, Justin if Herbert. They, if they traded Justin Herbert, it'll be a lot of yeah, things it, done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That that'll shock airwaves for sure. Yeah, but 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 Ace, um, get, getting back to the Bengals, um, mm. I, I got to ask you something about the game against the Ravens on mm-hmm. Thursday night a few weeks ago. Yep. So they, cause I, I don't, I don't believe a lot of what the media, you know, tries to pick apart and stuff. So mm-hmm. when they showed the video of you guys coming off the bus or the plane or whatever, and he had that arm yep. brace on and people kind of connected, trying to make the connection that, Ooh, something's wrong with Joe Burrow and his, his hand, whatever, but it's right. not on the injury report. And by the way, the, the league, um, they concluded their investigation with y'all. They yeah. said yeah, I was in the clear, right? Yeah, yeah, we were okay. in the clear for that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I kind of agree with that. But um, yeah. like, what, what was your thoughts on all of that? Like when, when that happened? And- I thought it honestly, I thought it was strange. It kind of got wacky for a little bit there because it wasn't something that anybody had heard about, and it wouldn't be far fetched that they would try to do that just because Bengals fans panic about anything Joe Burrow injury related, right? Yeah. So like yeah. it could have been it could have been that dude was wearing allegedly like an iPad thing and it mm-hmm. just exploded on Twitter and people were like, what's going on? So right. that could have been a reason that they deleted it. But 
watching him warm up and stuff like that in the game, it didn't it didn't look like he had an injury or anything like that. And I saw the play like when it kind of happened where, where Clowney kind of went on the hand or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then like the next play, that's when he tries to throw it and yeah. then he just can't do anything. So the way that he was warming up and stuff like that, because, you know, Bengals fans started investigating and looking at everything. And I saw a lot of clips that didn't indicate that he had a hand injury. It just happened. Just was kind of like crazy coincidences, which always seem to happen right. with Joe Burrow. Yeah, right, sure. right, yeah. right, right. This this just happened. This like he had literally said, I think last year, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm injury free, and then he has to get an appendix taken out. Right. And this season, he's mm-hmm. telling people not to say something. Then it's the calf strain. So it right, definitely right. was like, man, what's going on? But I think they tried to to. Uh, clap back at the NFL by putting Jake Brown in on the injury report with the with the wrist injury. Wow. Wow. Uh, right I didn't I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, they did that and they were like they they the Bengals are trying to be funny by doing this on the injury report, but yeah, I don't think that it was a situation where they were trying to hide anything. You know, me and them we we kind of tapped in with some of the right people that would know, so they didn't they didn't indicate anything that they were trying to hide something. It was just a weird thing though cuz when I saw that, I was just mm-hmm. like, what is that? Mm-hmm. we didn't yeah. hear anything about that whatsoever right. but apparently they're in the clear um everything checked out and i think that they would have had to speak to everybody on the Bengals training staff or any independent doctors and apparently none of them had mentioned anything about it so he ended up clearing it um the Bengals are where right now in the stand in the uh in the playoff We're in race 60 right okay right right um, you confident? Yeah, you confident? You good? Y'all, y'all, y'all there? Y'all in there? I'm, man, I want that 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 last matchup we had back. I need that one back. Yeah. I need that or that Texans one back because I would feel more comfortable. Now it's like I'm trying to get my PhD in in tiebreakers because I don't know what the hell is going on with some of these tiebreakers. Yeah, man. For like sure. the AFC yeah. winning percentage. Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna vary. You know, over the weeks, I, I'm just in the mode of. You got to try to win all of these games because yeah. if I'm being realistic, maybe they drop one, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if they drop one, that could drop them that out could of the That could be playoffs. the playoffs, yeah. So it mm-hmm. it really just depends. Like, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't think that it's stamped, but I'm just sitting there hoping every Sunday that they come out with a victory. And this team, I, I might be a little bit more comfortable just because the last couple of years they've kind of got out to slow starts and they've yeah. had kind of these runs at the right time when they need when they need it and have their backs up against the wall. So I know a lot of those players are still in the locker room. Um, so that makes me feel somewhat comfortable, but you just never know, man. This is the NFL. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. Thought it almost yep. happened last week, right? Yeah. I would If yeah. you would have asked me, I would have said that you know, the Vikings one seems like one of the most winnable games, and we almost did almost almost that. Yeah, man, I lost that one. Yeah, man, the Vikings got it's a week to week league, man. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I think, like some people are saying, the Bengals are just kind of playing with house money right now. You're not supposed to be here anyway after Joe Burrow went down. So I'm just taking it week by week, bro. But I do think that they, with the teams that are that they're fighting for those two seasons, I do feel like we're one of the best teams because. I, I'm not believing like the coach thing like that. Like I yeah, don't neither like much. y'all were up on them, and if y'all would have kept your foot on the gas, I feel like y'all that game would have been a victory. That was y'all. a that was a playoff game. 
that literally that was, a, was playoff a playoff game. game. Bro. Yeah. I, I'm not a believer in the coach. Like, I admire what they've done. I respect what they've yeah. done. But yeah. when you put them up there with the Baltimores and you put them up there with the Chiefs and all, like, nah, they getting clapped in the first yeah. round. Like, yeah. whoever yeah. they play, if they I get agree. there. Yep. Yeah, versus somebody like the Bengals or the Bills, right? Like the Bills are the 10th seed. I, right I now. was just about There's to put There's no way album. in hell that I feel like they're the 10th best team in the AFC. You yeah. can't tell me that. There's no way. And you and yeah. you, you took the word, you took you took the con the, the next question right up out of me, because now the Bills, look, they beat they beat the Chiefs, they blow out the uh Cowboys, and mm-hmm. now they left with the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins in the, in week 18. I mean, you're not about to tell me. And and Maestro, they could win the AFC East. I was I, I was getting there because because the yeah. Dolphins got the Cowboys, the Ravens, and then Buffalo. So I look. Um, it, it's funny because you 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 I let you talk me off the ledge. You I let you talk me off the ledge. Um, around week eleven, week twelve, when you was like they done, they done. I, I know what they I know they done. I thought I, was, I thought I thought they was done. I, yeah. I, I thought they and was I, done. And, and, and then and to... quarterbacks and then quarterbacks started getting hurt. Yeah. Joe Burrow well, got hurt, and you know well, Deshaun Watson and don't Mike. take don't don't you take but don't take away from what Buffalo doing. Buffalo, sure. won, yeah, Buffalo sure. won some games. The Buffalo has won some games. Buffalo and now, won some games. And, and they, you know what they, I like? And you know what I like about their win over Dallas is that Josh Allen had yards. help. Yeah. Right, he yeah. had help. James Cook ran the ball. They, they, it's like they transformed into a different team. Now, I guess the question moving forward for Buffalo is: is that are they going to are they going to maintain that style of play? Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, well, I don't, I don't know whether they're going to maintain that style of play or not. I know that they are, they are beating the Chargers without Justin Herbert. They're beating the Patriots, and sure. then we'll, and then we'll talk up, and then, and now they're in the, in a race with the AFC for the AFC East in the, in Week Eighteen. Yeah, that that's what I know. Miami, right? my, Miami effed up. Um, Miami definitely fucked up. They they effed up. They're gonna they're gonna go back and look at that Titans game in those final two minutes and say, damn, like we we let the division slip away. If it if it comes down if to it comes down to it, week eighteen. Yeah. If it comes down to that, and, and I'm sorry, I get that Miami got this stacked team and all those things to be true. But if you're asking me for the division. Josh Allen and the Bills versus Tua and the Dolphins in Miami. In Miami. Miami, I don't. I, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, I, look. I know they got the little uh, the little thing they do where uh, all the Dolphins fans sit on one side of the stadium, and and somehow <laughs> that makes it hotter for the other side. I, 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 I was whatever whatever those things. I don't fathom Josh Allen in a Week 18 for the all the shits and giggles. To lose that game, I don't, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I can I can see both teams, you know, winning that game. Like I could see either or in yeah. that matchup. Like that's probably going to be like the game of the of the week that week. They're probably going to flex yeah. that game to Sunday night. And, and, and I think then, I think in that situation too, with it being in Miami, that gives Miami a chance. If this was in Buffalo. With yeah. it snowing and all yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I yeah. pick Buffalo one hundred percent if it was the Buffalo. <laughs> right. But it's in yeah. Miami, I give Miami a chance. And, and then and then here's the other piece, man. Um Yeah. I'm not sure that Buff I'm sorry, I'm not sure that Miami's not losing these last three games. Yeah, that's true. That is possible. Because what's true, the narrative? What's be, the narrative? That they don't they, they be, don't be winning teams. Right? <laughs> yep. So I mean, look, Dallas yep. got that same stink on them in some respects. So 
Um, right. So right. that that's going to be a hell of a game Sunday. And then the Ravens, look, uh, is that in Baltimore or Miami? That's in Baltimore. That's a loss. I, look, not, I, don't, I don't like yeah. the Ravens, and I don't like nothing they stand for. But you got to – you got to, especially it's, with it's my tough team. It's to win an MNT. Yeah, and nah, especially I mean, with man. my team that winning right now, I, I ain't got no choice but to give it up. Like, the Ravens look like the best team in the NFL right this second. I know that. And maybe San Fran. Okay, maybe San Fran. Yeah, San Fran is the, yeah, Fran's the best team. <laughs> yeah, maybe San Fran is the best team in the league. The Ravens right are definitely number two. But the Ravens are definitely yeah, number two. Yeah, Ravens are right um, there. Yeah, yeah. so, um, so I, I don't see that being a win for the Dolphins. And then again, here we are, week 18, off, at, off of two possible losses. For the shits and giggles, I I, mm-hmm. I can see morale going low. I could like all these dudes ain't. Yeah. I Ty, Tyreek got that pedigree because he's in, from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, who else on that team got that pedigree? Jalen Ramsey. Okay, and Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see those they coach dudes. man. That coach is good. That good coach. coach. Good coach. Daniel's a good, good, coach. good coach. Good coach. I, I ain't gonna front though. I just don't Miami. Need that tour. I just Miami. Don't need that tour. I ain't gonna front, man. I, I said this last week. Miami seems to have this uh, Cliff Kingsbury-ish type of moment mm-hmm. where they start off hot, and then the second half of the season they start losing five out of six, and you know mm-hmm. things like that. That that's Miami because they did yeah. it. They kind of did it last year, and they had a rough stretch down the stretch last year, and it seems like it's coming up again this year with the opponents they got coming up. Yeah, and here's the situation. I mean, going in the future for Miami, man, because this is this like like they 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 did this perfectly. They got a a a, a good quarterback on a rookie contract and put the team around them. Yep. So this is the mm-hmm. time where you're supposed to be going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. They don't got uh you know like you know bullshit corners. They got Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey at corner. Like mm-hmm. I get injury, I get injuries that have played a part, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like they got, they got to run again. We ain't got to speak about. We know what the offense do. We ain't got to speak about the offense. But the yep. defense ain't like trash. Like they're not a trash defense. This is right. this this should be. We should be talking about them in the same veins that we're talking about, like the Lamar, the Baltimore's. Um, right. The, but we're not. Even though their record suggests that they're there, we're not mm-hmm. talking about them in the same vein as we're talking about even Kansas City and Kansas City. The competition. Um, you know, like. Yeah. Kansas City hasn't been good this year. Like I get they're winning, right. but they haven't been good this year. So not to their standards, yeah. Not to their standards, right? So yeah. with that being said, like this is this is this going to get tricky for Miami because what's going to happen next is you're going to have to pay Tua. Right. Yeah, that's when right. it gets tricky. And yeah, you got to exactly. pay Waddle too. Right. You got to pay Jalen right. Waddle as well. Right. So right. This, right. They, they 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 about to miss the window. They about to mess the, They about to fuck around and miss the window. If they don't do it this year, and I don't see it this year, and I don't see it next year. Right, right. Here's the thing: I got um, Ace with your team. I think that's mm-hmm. going good for you guys down the stretch. I think of all the of all the backup quarterbacks that we've seen over the last several weeks, Jake Browning is playing the best quarterback mm-hmm. of the backups. I'd say yeah. Joe Flacco's probably right behind him in the, in that lineup. You talking there. about? But, but are you talking about current, like right this second? Or are you talking about overall the season? Because Josh Dobbs had a run this year too. Um, Josh Dobbs did have a run, um, but I don't think Josh Dobbs's numbers. He got nasty. He got nasty yeah. Thanksgiving and then the other yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. They they blew the Broncos game that week, and then he yeah. was having a good season though. But then it just. Yeah. I, don't know what I don't know what happened either. Yeah, and he and he had to now get pulled because he couldn't score on the right. Raiders. 
Well, he came back to look, look, and 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 um, I hate that I got it. I hate that I, it always seems like I'm the one doing this because he was cooking, and I was like, good. I'm glad you're cooking, but I know this guy. He played mm. with Pittsburgh <laughs> several years. Yeah, this is not the guy that yeah, you, you said it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 and, and eventually he came back to earth. But yeah. um yeah yeah and, and, Jake Browning's playing the best backup quarterback for sure yeah, yeah for sure he's playing the best and it, and it helps sure. when you got the receivers Jamar Chase yeah. and Tyler Boyd it helps in that regard um I I could I could see the Bengals getting that six or seven seed I mean when you kind of look around you know and I know the Colts got an easy schedule I know um Buffalo with their schedule and and Denver and Denver no I mean nobody's talked really about Denver cuz they cooked but um, well, you think you think they cooked nothing they cooked and Denver they, was actually the team keeping us out of the 60 and, and then they dropped lost. us down to like the 10 seed so them losing helped us out a lot yeah, well, I think they, they have an easy schedule remaining as well, though. Right, right. They got to play the Chargers. You know, those same Chargers oh, we talked about. They got the Chargers. They got the Raiders. They got um, New England. Raiders might be tricky for them because the way that coach is. Yeah. Antonio Pierce right now, he's mm-hmm. kind of playing for just being the next head coach of that team. You drop 63 points on somebody, they should have gave him the job right Right then that. and there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Facts. <laughs> Don't worry, That's, it ain't gonna happen though. Got the got the got the coach fired, which should have been fired a year or so ago. Last year should have been yeah. fired after the I say two years year. ago. No, uh huh. I say oh, two yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, what, right. Uh, what was that? The was that the the that the whole finale? Raider, yeah, the whole Raider Raider Charter mm-hmm. debacle. They both could have went to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say he should have been fired then. He shouldn't even been in that situation. Nah, you right. I forgot about that. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Been in that situation. Called the timeout. Was like, hey, bro, we was gonna, we was gonna both, you know, we was gonna both get in together, get in together, right? And you just call a timeout. Oh, okay. Oh, so you trying to win? Oh, so you trying to win? (laughs) All right, right. Messed that up. He wasn't even smart enough to just take the damn tie. Yeah, that's just strategy. I feel like, like, get your ego out of this shit. That's just, just, that's just strategy. Yeah, for sure. real, for real. Yeah. Hey, Ace, Ace, I got one more question for you, man. Um, yes, this sir. is one of our favorite uh, segments. And when we do the segment, uh, we let the guests know to give out their, you know, Twitter handles, YouTube, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, we get a lot of, not complaints, but we do get a lot of feedback from the people, from the listeners. No, it's complaints. It's complaints? Okay. Um, on my end, let me say that. Okay. Well, we, we, we get feedback. We get complaints. Sometimes it's phone calls. Sometimes it's text messages. Sometimes it's through social media. And some of the things I see is, oh, like, who's, who's this nigga talking about they top five? Like, they got the top five all wrong and all right. this stuff like that. So um, let everybody know where they could find you at on Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram or wherever else they could find you at. Yep, at New Stripe City, all one word on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can find me. Uh, you can also find me on the Wincinnati podcast on YouTube, AFC North Talk. That's a whole roundtable of AFC North, so you can find me there as well. But most likely, you'll find me on Twitter. That's that's where you can really get a hold of me. Yeah. So when he, so everybody listening, or listening, or will listen in the, in the near future, don't talk to me about it because it's not my list. It's not my list. Now, I know it's certain people that at my day job, 
I'm just trying to have my my eight o'clock in the morning coffee. Hey man, the fuck the fuck was that? Who I don't know who the fuck. I, it's one or two, man. I don't know who the fuck y'all had on y'all show this week, bro. This nigga <laughs> here don't know what the fuck he talking. But like, like these are these these are some of the some comments. Of the comments. And I'm like, yeah. hey, bro, my coffee's still hot, bro. I'm just trying to drink my coffee. And, hey, you got a smartphone? Go holler at him yourself. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so hey. if so, so my top five are y'all talking about Bengals top five? Bengals uh, top five. Bengals, your top five Bengals players. My top your, your five. List. So this, your list. This can your be list. my list. So for yep. those listening, this is my list. My favorite players, guys. I think that were good. So if we're talking about guys back in the day, I am too young to have seen them play. I respect the. I respect them. I did not see them play. So <laughs> my era was more so in the two thousands and up. And yeah, with respect, that being said, um, if I have to go with uh, number five for me. Is going to be Corey Dillon. I'm gonna go with Corey okay. Dillon mm-hmm. as my fifth uh, player. I was in the building when he ran for 278. Didn't know it at the time. That was the first win in Paul Brown Stadium, as it was known back then. Mm-hmm. So Corey Dillon, if he played on better teams, this dude, honestly, I think he should be a Hall of Famer. But because those Bengals teams were so bad, he doesn't get the respect he deserved. Um, number four. Man, this is this is getting tricky already. Number four for me, I'm probably gonna go with uh, Geno Atkins. Man, Geno okay. Atkins, he was Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. Shades mm-hmm. of John Randall, dude was amazing. Um, did a lot for the Bengals, so I would say Geno was one of my guys for sure. Uh, third, third. So I went defense. I went offense. Third, I'm going to go with – let me think about this one. Third, I'm going to stick on defense. I'm going to go with Vontez Burfick, man. I know, okay. I know right. y'all going to hate me for that. Vontez <laughs> Burfick. Right. No, I will I say th- this. I always said – obviously, penalties and him, whatever he yeah. did to Antonio Brown, he did it. But right. the type of dude he is, mm-hmm. I would have loved him to play for Pittsburgh. I can sure. say that. And yeah. I hate that it was that the narrative about Vontez, which rightfully so, because yeah. he did all that crazy stuff. He didn't right, need to. Right. He was a very smart, talented football player. Like he wasn't the most athletic, but he was so good at predicting where people would be right. at and reading right. plays that right. he would just be there because of it. So I would I would say Vontez just because he played, you know, he was a really good player. I think he could be a coach someday. That's how smart he is. Mm. Um, number two, Chad Oshosinko, man. I gotta yeah. go with. Of course. Ocho. Um, if Ocho's not in your top five as a Bengals fan, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Ocho, you know, he got us through a lot. He actually made the Bengals mainstream. I think that he's yeah. the reason why 100%. Bengals fans exist outside of Cincinnati. Definitely. I Ocho agree. Cinco. I agree. Um, people know him for the jokes, but he was a hell of a football player, route runner. And route runner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was crazy. Hall of and Famer. Then, yeah, for sure. For sure. Number one for me. Is going to be um, AJ Green, man. AJ Green, okay. I can still remember mm-hmm. watching his highlights and all of that before the draft, and saying like, "Man, the Bengals can't mess this up. If they mm-hmm. if they draft uh, Blaine Gabbert, I'm about to blow a gasket." Yeah, right. There's no way you can pass on this <laughs> this kid, AJ Green, and, and not. And I remember at the time telling my brother and my cousin like. 
this dude can be as good as Chad. And they called me crazy. They were like, mm-hmm. nah, you crazy because yeah. this was coming off of what Chad just did. And I felt like he lived up to that. But even more so, like his personality is just he's super humble, you know, always took care of business. Even when the Bengals were, you know, bad and up and mm-hmm. down, he mm-hmm. never, you know, complained or talked about get, get me off of the scene. He was a classy person. Um, got to know him off the field. Dope dude. Uh, but I will throw in an honorable mention because I can't forget my man, Willie Anderson. Um, yeah. He is a top five Bengal, regardless of whatever era that you played in. Um, Got to talk about, I know people are going to be like, what about Anthony Munoz and all of that? Yeah. I respect them. They're just not in my five because I didn't. I, I wasn't didn't there. Yeah. Right. Wasn't your era. I get yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, because 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 the Icky Woods is I hear I hear an old person telling me about Icky Woods. I hear it. I, I look, hey man, I, I'm yeah. forty. I look, Respect. I'm aware. I'm a, I'm aware that Icky Woods existed. I'm even aware that he was a good a good running back. Right. I'm aware. I wasn't watching him. Right. I was fucking five. Like, like, yeah. please. respect, respect. I mean, yeah, respect, like, respect to Boomer Esiason. He won an MVP. Yeah. Boomer, the Bengals. Anderson. I Here's know the players. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I know them, but I never got to watch them. And, you know, we're blessed to have seen, you know, players in, in basketball. You guys were talking about the NBA earlier. We were mm-hmm. blessed to be able to see Jordan, Kobe, yeah, and LeBron. Yeah. So we can speak on right. it. Right. It's right. like if, yeah. I, if I never saw them, I can't speak on that. Like, I yeah. can't tell you what it really is. I can look at numbers and all of that all day and, and say what I think that it is, but right. you had to be there for those moments to right. witness what was going on. Absolutely. And it's that's not what the I same. always tell these old folks, man. It's, I wasn't there. It's not, it's not the same watching old YouTube highlights of some of those players from yeah. back in the day versus actually watching them yeah. in person. It's not the same. And that's what they are. And that's what old people always tell me. Like yeah, you, yeah. I you watch YouTube, but you, it, you wasn't there, right? Me and my dad got into it about Johnny Unitas and Tom Brady, and I was like, "Look, I wasn't there, Dad. All I seen <laughs> is what Tom Brady has done." And we were fighting. He was like, "You know how he was drafted? They went down the street, saw him playing yeah. pickup, and drafted him." And I was like, "Look, man, all I know is I saw Tom Brady. I remember when Tom Brady first came in for Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. I remember him winning a, a Super Bowl with David Givens and." At his receiver and Kevin Falk at his running back. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. your and your old running back Corey Dillon was on the Patriots too. Yeah, Corey yeah. ended up mm. going. I remember cheering for Corey because he went through so much in Cincinnati at that time, man. Like before Marvin came, it was it was way worse than that. Yeah, before Marvin yeah, came. for sure. Um, yeah. So I was happy for Corey, man. Actually, got to interview him. So that was that was a crazy moment. That's why, like, when you do this YouTube stuff, you would never think. Oh man, I'm now I went from cheering for this dude. Now he's coming on the podcast. So it's right. always full circle, man. So keep That's doing y'all up. thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna go to the next level, elevate, keep elevating, keep doing what y'all doing because y'all got yes, a sir. great product here, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah, you. Yes, appreciate sir. that, yes, man. Sir. One yes, last sir. time, man. Um, let everybody know where they can find you at on social media. Yep, at New Stripe City on Twitter. Um, you can find me uh, also on YouTube. I don't really post on New Stripe City YouTube channel as much now. So you can kind of catch me at Winsonetti right now. And then you can also catch me over at AFC North Talk. Um, so I'm always down to talk to people, uh, people around the division since I'm 
on AFC North Talk, I'm used to having that banter and talking. We can talk X's and O's and all of that. So that's where you can find me. And sometimes if you're into the Twitter spaces thing, I'll be in there too if you want to talk to me directly. Hey, man. And last thing before I let you go, man, if you see anybody adding you about Carl Pickens, just <laughs> ignore him. Don't don't engage. <laughs> Do not engage. No, I got you. I got you, Do bro. Do not engage. That is not the conversation you want to have on Twitter. For sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No I'll doubt. See you no doubt. In that streets. Appreciate the homie right there, uh, Ace from the Cincinnati podcast. Uh, check out all his stuff uh, wherever you get your podcasts and all that, man. Um, bro, um, so looks like you're not gonna win no money, man. Uh, yeah, it don't seem that with way, the, with, man. With that Buffalo bet, it don't man. seem I, that way, man. I, 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 I love, I love Buffalo's chances to win the East right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of based on everything that happened. Um, I mean, I think even you said it maybe weeks ago that if they could win three of those five tough games that we talked about, that they could, you know, make that push. They beat Dallas. They beat the Chiefs. Um, I'm missing a, I'm missing a team. I, I think they, well, they, well, they, they beat the Jets. I was just more so saying that the Jets, Jets defense. They had a, tough. they had a stretch. They had a stretch but where they had to, they had to have a winning record, and they, they had they, to have a correct, correct, and, and they had it. And the one, the one game they dropped was Philly. Um, yeah, and they almost really, won that one. They almost got that one. So, um, so yeah, it it it, it looks like. But t- to me, it looks like their only way to the playoffs is the division. Yeah. Based on this well, wild card chase, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe because the, the, yeah, um, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know the numbers and how many, how many games they lost and to who more importantly. So I, I don't know. But yeah. it would seem it would seem to me that they need to win a division, and it would seem to me that they're going to win a division, right? It's now. it's it seems that way, unless Miami yeah. shocks everybody. In these I mean, couple of I weeks. mean, in, in turn, Miami would have to do what Buffalo just did um, yeah. with these tough with that tough schedule, um, that that stretch of tough schedule, and I, I don't I don't I don't believe Miami. I don't not in that sense. I don't. Right. Right. I got one more question, man. It's uh, good. Rashad Mendenhall came on, uh, went on Twitter, said tired of mediocre white people telling him how what's good sports and what's bad sports. I'm better than most of your favorite white athletes in football. And uh, the the list has started of an all-pro white team versus mm-hmm. an all-pro black team. Uh, my man, Will Compton, who is one of my new uh, – one of my new favorite people because he get he went on and went on social media and was like, "Hey man, these are for people who are not racist and who can have an actual conversation." Mm-hmm. And he said he spoke he spoke his piece that he feels like um, the all white team has a chance of beating the all black team. Let me say this. Well, first, have you seen the rosters? I've seen the rosters. I don't quite remember them just off the well, top of my head. Well, look. Well, well, look. Um, I'll read the white roster for you. Go ahead. Shout Go out ahead. to shout out to C. Lou because I screenshotted it because I, I know I, I know Justin Tucker's on that list. Uh, they didn't. Uh, yes. Uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, on offense, uh, all white team: Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Yep. Uh, Christian McCaffrey at running back. Yep. Cooper Cup, Hunter Renfro, and Adam Thielen. 
yep. at um at a wide receiver, mm-hmm. offensive line. Obviously, white people dominate offensive line for the most part. So he just mm-hmm. right whoever. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Mark Andrews at tight end. Mm-hmm. The defense reads the Bosa brothers, Max Crosby, and Trey Hendrickson on the line. Yep. Logan Wilson, Matt Milano, TJ Watt at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets a little sketchy. At cornerback. <laughs> at cornerback. There's not a lot of white corners. <laughs> uh, Benjamin St. Just, who plays for the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. He is not a white cornerback. He's mixed. Mm-hmm. Byron Murphy, who is also a mixed uh, corner, mixed player. At safety, Jordan Poyer, who is also mixed. Yep. Micah Hyde, who is also mixed. Right. Reed Blankenship and Harrison Smith. Kicker being Justin Tucker and punter being Logan, Logan Woodside, who, by the mm-hmm. way, I don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I don't know who Logan Woodside is. Um, hey, Will. Will Compton, hear me, Maestro Styles, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast with my co-host Trey Frazier. That team is getting their boots smoked without me even mentioning what the black team is. You don't even have to go through the list, bro. I think by the time you got to the offensive line, this this team is not athletic enough to mm. deal with an all-black team. This this yeah. team is not athletic enough. I'm, I'm sorry. I, it, look, I don't know how much more I can entertain the topic. I'll just say that that lineup Ooh. is just not that 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 lineup ain't ain't messing with any black lineup. Yeah, of well, I ain't gonna say any, but but the best against the best um, for mm-hmm. for certain for certain. Like I, I ain't gonna hold you. Shout out to Cooper Cup, amazing wide receiver. Sauce Gardner shutting that down. No oh, facts. Nah. Shutting it down. Yeah. Shutting nah. it down. Shutting it down. Nah. nah, man. I mean, we talk about Aaron Donald. I mean, we talking about like pass rushers, Daniel Hunter, Aaron Donald. Like, come on. At corner, Jalen Ramsey. Like, what, nah, what, we, what nah. we talking about? What My, we talking nah. about? But, you know, oddly enough, nobody mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Jalen Ramsey because nobody regards him as a top corner anymore. But uh, that's fair. Patrick Sertan, Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. uh, those are those are the names that that were mentioned. Um, look, man, I'm looking at the uh, the defensive the the pass rushers. Yeah. Um, to Michael Parsons and Miles Garrett, <laughs> they can't deal with. They can't deal yeah. with. Yeah, they, I'm they, sorry, they, bro. They're they not going to deal with that. <laughs> Will Compton, they are getting the doors blown off. You hear me? Yeah. They, the they not. door. I, I I do not have the all-white team fucked up. They're getting the doors blown off of them. The doors blown off of them. And as much as I love T.J. Watt, as much as I I don't love the Bosa brothers, but as much as I respect their game, um, look, man. If you're coming from the left side, you better you better have more than you better have. If you're coming from the left side, you better have more than Trent Williams can block. It's not close. You better not have close. more than he can block. I, I I tell you that. It's not it's not close at all. Yeah, they're man. getting the, they, they're getting the doors. I mean, the doors blown off. I think it's disrespectful that they didn't put uh, 
Ryan, I mean, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick on his safety list, though. That is disrespect. Mm-hmm. That is total disrespect. I imagine that running back list on the black side got to be Nick Chubb, Derrick mm-hmm. Henry. Um, what's what's the cat? Um, Saquon. I, I would I would assume that the list reads those Nick, are the names. Chubb, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Kyron Williams from the Rams, and Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Alvin Kamara is dusting those guys. <laughs> like. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh look, I look Rashad Mendehall. Um, thank you for this this good uh this good content, this good content piece. Um, I don't know, look, um, I don't necessarily agree with the comments of mediocre football players not being able to have opinions about good who good foot what good football players look like and uh, whatever his criticism was, look, man, they got their space just like just as much as we have our space to criticize what's good and what's bad. Yeah. Um, whether whether right or wrong or indifferent. Um, so I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm all for it. And I wish this game could get played. Mm-hmm. Pro Bowl. <laughs> and why 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 are there why aren't there any white cornerbacks, Trey? Um, I don't know, bro. Um, well, 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 let me, let me not I say was, that. No, let me not say that. I don't know. Let me, I'll tell you what I think. Okay. Why there isn't any white cornerbacks. Um, you, I mean, look, every position you have to have some for, form of athleticism. Sure. But cornerback may be the most difficult position to play because I think 100% is the most you're difficult. You're backing up, right, because you're, you're you're playing somebody in front of you, and then you got to be able to backpedal. You got to be able to turn your head. You got to be able to twerk your body, pause. You got to be able to do all kinds of, like, things at that particular position. And I, I, I just don't think a white guy at that position can be – Athletic this, enough to sustain a long career of playing that position. Is there the best white cornerback known to man? Who is he? Mm, I won't. I won't give you the best. I'll just throw a name out there. Jason Seahorn. Jason Seahorn is the name that 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 keeps coming up when I ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the, only, the that's that don't, that's, that's the only one. Um, now, can you think of another? Just, can you think of another white cornerback ever? Um, no, but the Ravens had a white safety years ago. His name was Jim Leonard. He was okay. I remember he, that he, name. Yep he 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 was a he was a short guy, but look, look, look. we have but, tough guy. Yep. But to be clear, we do have good white safeties. Harrison Smith was good. Is good. Uh, uh, Blankenship is okay. Um, right. Don't the, don't the Chiefs have somebody in their know. secondary? Maybe oh. not. Maybe not this year, but maybe a year ago. Oh, you're t- you're thinking about Sorensen, but he Sorensen. was more. But he yes. was more. But he. I mean, he. Yes, his title was safety, but okay. he was clearly a linebacker. Like they played him as a linebacker. Ah, got him. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I don't know of a white cornerback. I don't know of one. I mean, I know Jason Seahorn has played corner. In situational football, I guess. Mm-hmm, right. Maybe early in his career, he may have played cornerback. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know of a. White I can't think of a white cornerback ever. 
safeties. We could come up with some yeah, safeties. Sure. Uh, John Lynch, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Safety, yeah. Um, but, I don't know of a white cornerback. That's crazy. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. I think it's because that position requires a lot of athleticism. But are you saying that there are no athletic? Look. I'm, Cooper Cup I'm not is. saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not. I just think it's the. I think maybe for white guys, I think it's the least desired position to play. I think of all the least positions. desired. I think the least desired of fucking anybody. Nobody wants to play DB. I get people that are good at it, mm-hmm. I but I think. But I think. I think. I think black DBs are traditionally uh, wide receivers who couldn't catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I believe mean, that's that. True. I believe that's that. True. Yeah, no, that that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Yet a lot of guys play receiver turned into you know cornerbacks, or yeah. you know you had you had guys that play receiver that turned into quarterbacks too. But yeah. you know we're talking corner position here. Um, yeah, I just I just think man with the athleticism at that position, I just think you know black guys can facilitate playing that way. I think a lot better than white guys can, and I think it's the least desired position for white guys to play because of that based on what you see of cooper cup do you believe he could be a starting cornerback in this league mm, from what i've seen i believe he can i believe i think so too i, I, I believe so he can the, yeah. the, like like i like a cup the the game against um the ravens game against the rams a couple weeks ago um he made some moves and you know he caught some passes to where it was just like yo how did he get that like he like he can move around a lot better than you know you know people may think. I mean I mean look let's be clear he yeah. uh he's a top 15 wide receiver maybe mm-hmm. maybe 15 year, and we're talking this year yeah obviously yeah 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 i mean maybe yeah. yeah well he was coming off the injury so yeah 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 i mean look again 2 years ago we was talking top 10 so you know triple triple crown yeah right yeah. When that, when that, the year they won the Super Bowl, matter of fact. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. right. yep. Uh, hey, picks. Yeah, let's let, let's get to that. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like playoff games this week, man. Um, so we got the Saints at the Rams on Thursday night, and both teams are seven and seven, coming off some wins mm-hmm. and. You know, right. So I think so. I think the Rams right now are in the seventh spot and the Saints are in the eighth spot in the okay. NFC. Okay. And and the Saints can still win, win the NFC South. Right. Because yeah. they're they're tied with Tampa for uh, the lead there. So. Yeah. So who, who, who you got? Rams. Rams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I, I mean, it's not a home field advantage kind of a thing. I just think the Rams have been on a roll. They had won three straight prior to the Ravens game, and then they, I, I think they're on a roll. To, and that, that I didn't realize that running back was that serious. He's serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Williams, well, Williams, serious. Williams, Cameron, yeah, yeah Cameron Williams is serious. Yeah, oh yeah, the the the, the, the Rams. Are, I think the Rams are going to make one of these wild cards in in the NFC, mm-hmm. and you might get a Stafford versus Detroit first round matchup kind of a thing. And um, it, it, I, I, I'm hoping for that, firstly. And uh-huh. secondly, yeah. I think the Rams win. Okay. Hey, we'll see if it happens, man. Yeah. We'll see if it happens. 
All right. Um, so the Saturday games, um, we, we talked about the Bengals and the Steelers and Mason Rudolph is going to get the start. Um, and you got some injuries, too, right? Like uh, Minka's not going to play. I don't think Minka's. I, last I checked, Minka's not playing. Najee's not 100 uh, percent. Obviously, KZ suspended. Uh, uh, Hayward is not 100 percent, but I'm sure he's playing. Uh, yeah. Friar Muth is not 100 percent, but I'm sure he's playing. Um Obviously, Trubisky's been benched. Uh, I mean, look, man. Look, man. You know, I try to be as objective as possible when it comes to these AFC North matchups, man. Um, the uh, Browning right now is just, you know, he's he's kind of doing his thing right now, and you know, this is the second time you're going to see him. And it, I, I guess the I guess the big thing is y'all got some tape on him, so. Yeah, I played him the first time. It went y'all way. This time it's in Pittsburgh. Um, and 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 the Bengals got some injuries too. I, I don't want to forget that too. They they might not have Jamar Chase, and that's gonna be a big deal. Oh, he's game. not playing. He's not playing. Oh, he's not playing. Okay. Not yeah, playing. That, yeah, that's that's a big deal. Um, and then you got um the injuries on the defense for Cincinnati with DJ Reader being out. And I think they I thought they lost another linebacker in that Minnesota game, but um yeah, this 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 is gonna be like one of them thirteen ten kind of a games, man. I would love um, Pittsburgh to be on a winning Saturday. That's that's all I care. I I have said that Tomlin at some point will get nine wins some way somehow, and this is probably one of the games that he's gonna have to win to get it. So, I, I guess Pittsburgh uh, pulls this one out. 16, well, we're gonna have 10. to win. We're gonna have to win two out of three. So, I mean, pick the, this game and pick the next one. We do we beat right. Baltimore? Or do we beat Seattle? Right. Well, it, it it depends on what we do. I mean, if we got the one seed wrapped up before that game, then um, as as much as I don't want them to sit the starters, just from a a rhythm, you know, standpoint, um, they're probably going to rest starters that game. So, like they like they did four years ago. So. Um, but that would probably be win number nine, because I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all gonna beat the Seahawks next week, but we'll we'll see. Um, and then and then this other Saturday game, so we like Buffalo over the Chargers. Yeah, although I'd be interested to see how the Chargers respond to now. They don't have a quarterback. And Justin Herbert out for the year. Justin Herbert is out for the year, but. I ain't gonna front, bro. I don't even know who their backup is. Who's their backup? Easton Stick. Pause. <laughs> but no, but it, 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 you know what it you know what it is for me. That team, that entire team. It wasn't just the quarterback. That entire team sent the message last week, allowing sixty two points against the Raiders. They they said, "Yo, we don't want this dude around here no more." They they sent that message. So now that, that that guy's not there no more, I'm wondering how much they're gonna get up for this game. That that's what I'd be curious about. I still got Buffalo winning. I'm I'm just curious if they like, you know, they they want the season to be over at this point, or because the dude ain't there no more, he just gonna, you know, they just gonna get up for him. So mm. um so here we go with Sunday's games. Um, another playoff game. Uh, Colts at the Falcons. Um, who really at this point, man, they should just they should inspire the coach for Atlanta at this point, man. 
damn, who who is the damn coach? Arthur Smith. Uh, Arthur Smith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're doing them better. You can't can't just score seven points against Carolina. Yeah, they ain't doing them better. And get beat, so. Yeah, go ahead, fire them. Why not? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, what's what's the point? Y'all, y'all don't even know how to use Kyle Pitts for real. Um, I like the Colts in the yeah, in this game. I do too. I like the Colts. That puts them. That'll put Indy at nine and six, and you know, prime for a playoff spot. What are they number? They're number seven right seven. now. Yeah, they're number seven. Yeah, so I think they keep that spot. Um, Seahawks got a big win last night. They faced the Titans in Nashville. That should be um, a win. And that should be a win for Seattle. And I hope Gino comes back, by the way, too, because I didn't think he was going to miss last night's game. Right. Um, but they're going to and, – and quite frankly, because we kind of talked about them the past several weeks with the gauntlet that they had, and mm-hmm. them beating the Eagles, to me, was a season saver for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So now that, you know, now that the tough part of the schedule is out of the way – I would anticipate that they could, you know, find a way to win all three of these games coming up. So you would think, you would think, you 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 would think. Um, but give me give me Seattle this week, and then we got Detroit at Minnesota. Um, I like the Lions in this one, although yeah. it'll be it, although it will be intriguing to see how Brian Flores deals with this offense. Um. And they gotta and and they gotta see him again in two weeks. Two weeks that, yeah. that, that's the that's the interesting thing, also. I mean, Minnesota, I mean, I guess you could say is, you know, still alive for the division, but I'm I'm not believing that. Um, and then you got the commanders at the Jets. Um, yeah, whatever. Just pick the commanders. Pick the pick the commanders, right? <laughs> show show them a little bit of love, right? Um, Packers at the Panthers. I like Green Bay. Yeah, in in this one, um, Green Bay took a step back last week. <laughs> um, Cleveland, Cleveland against the Texans. Um, Cleveland, you you like Cleveland? What, what's the what's the deal with Stroud? Is he still in the protocol? I last I heard he was still in protocol. Still in protocol. Although, man, I mean, that was Keenum did look terrible. No, but um, the D'Amico Ryan's won that game last week, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I watched, I watched the fourth quarter a little bit, and then into that overtime, and he just kept sending pressure. Um, he just kept sending after Will Levis, man. Um, D'Amico won that game for the Texans, and um, they in a tough spot without the quarterback, and you know Cleveland, you know Flacco's, you know playing some good ball. With you know, with the offensive line being there and all that, so yeah, I guess I got to take the Browns, but I got to keep in mind they like two games behind us. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville at Tampa Bay. Jacksonville. Now, um, Lawrence is in Lawrence protocol is, too, right? He's in protocol. I think he'll find a way to get on the field, though. I don't know why I feel different from him than from CJ Stroud, but. Well, because the, because the Stroud hit on the turf was much – it looked more brutal. Well, my more, Stroud. more so my reasoning is, is that Jacksonville recognizes that they're in a playoff situation. Yeah. I don't know exactly what – and I don't know exactly what they're fighting for right this second, but I know that – I mean, they don't have the, they don't have the South locked up. 
what the oh they're, they're tied. It's a three way tie. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. They don't have. That's what I'm saying. They don't have the South locked up. So I would imagine that Lawrence finds a way to get on the field. He better pass it. Hey, I, I fully believe um, he better. He better pass it. I fully believe that he'll find his way onto the field. That's what uh, I right. That's what I right. say. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. It, it wouldn't surprise me to see Jacksonville win this game. Um, Tampa had a huge win last week, but I, yeah. I, 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 if Lawrence plays, I'm picking Jacksonville. If he doesn't play, I'm I'm picking the Buccaneers. Okay. Um, Cardinals at the Bears. Give me the Bears. Um, sure. big one on Sunday afternoon. Cowboys at the Dolphins. Where you that at? Game. Yeah. I'm, one t- of a game. I'm taking Dak. Dak is on his MVP run. I'm taking Dak. Mm-hmm. You you don't think he played himself out of it last week? Um, maybe, but maybe, but uh, he can get right back into a game against. Mm-hmm. against I Dallas. agree with you. He can get back in the race. Um, I I don't know that he eventually wins it, but he can. I don't know that he wins it either. Race. I'm just talking about him being in the race. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me give me the Cowboys. Miami still got to prove to me that they could beat a, you know, a good team. Dallas has proven that already, by the way. They, yeah, they, but they, they, they beat the they beat the Eagles. They beat the and, Eagles, and they and they beat in the and I know we feel Seattle's not like San Francisco, but they're not Carolina either. So right, right. Um, yeah, they they they've had a couple good wins on their belt. Um, Miami has yet to really get that. So give give me give me the Cowboys. Um, Patriots at the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos, the Broncos at home. Yep. Uh, Christmas games. Um, Raiders at the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants at the Eagles. Eagles bounce back. Yeah. And the big one, man. Big one. I'll be in the house for that one. Yes, sir. Ravens at the 49ers. Um, this is this is a Super Bowl preview right here, folks. It would seem uh, that way. Yeah, yeah. This is this is it. Eleven and three versus eleven and three, man. Um, look, man. I I I'd be honest with you. Um, I would be, I would be okay if we lost this one in a close close game. I'd be okay with it just because it's an NFC opponent and it won't affect our conference record kind of moving forward. Um, but I would, I would like to get, I would like to get this win. This is a, this is a litmus test. This is a good, good test for this team, man. Um, we just lost Keaton Mitchell last week to a, um, torn ACL. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to have him. They called up Melvin Gordon, uh, from the practice squad again. So again, here we go with, uh, with another Melvin Gordon sighting. Hopefully that doesn't, you know, burn us, you know, down the road here. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I like my chances, man, on Christmas night. But if if we end up losing this game, it's a it's a non conference loss. Um, and actually, it would it would remind me of when the Giants played the Patriots in the final in the season finale, the year that the Patriots went undefeated. Mm-hmm. When they when they played that game and they said, "Ooh, if we can get to the Super Bowl, we know how to play them." Like this this situation would kind of remind me of that if we ended up losing a close one to San Francisco when we wind up seeing them in the Super Bowl. So, so who are you picking? For the for this week? Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm picking the Ravens. I'm oh, picking the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens. 
Yeah, I'm, 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 picking, I'm definitely picking the 49ers. Not because, um, you know, one team is significantly better than the other. I just think the 49ers won this and it's at home. This is, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're at home. Now, nah, that's, that's, that's respect. They, they at home. They, they are the best team in the league. So, best team mm-hmm. in the league. So, mm-hmm. you got to give them that respect, man. Um, shout out to um, folks in the chat, man. I see uh, Carlton Henry in the YouTube live chat. Whatever that. Uh, I see my guy Sean Sims up in there. Uh, and 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 shout out to the homie Ace for coming through, man. Yes, uh, talking some Bengals football and all that stuff. So, uh, folks, continue to follow us on the social media platforms. Um, on Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two. Click the like button on the Facebook page. Click the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Also, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, if you got questions, comments, you want to email us, barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com is where you can reach us at. Also, on Twitch as well. You stream these live on Twitch as well. Um, write us a review. Let us know what you think. Many um, of these streaming platforms, if you listen on the audio side. And, and folks, we got the merch store. It's getting cold. We got some hoodies. Um, check out the link in the description of this episode, whatever platform you're watching on. We got some other good stuff, mugs, T-shirts, all that good stuff. So, um, bro, if you got nothing else, man, uh, love, peace, and happiness to everybody out there. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. To everybody out there as well. Y'all be safe in the streets. Um, Don't hurt nobody out there. And as always, folks, mind your damn business. Drink some water.